people think I'm damaged goods. I'm worried about losing my job. Will I ever get a transplant? I want to see my children graduate from college. How can I afford this? I don't want to be a burden. I'm afraid. I'm overwhelmed with information. Sometimes I wonder if I'll ever fall in love and get married. I just want to play with my friends. You're listening to Kidney Talk, streaming health, happiness, and hope to the renal community with your hosts, Lori Hartwell and Stephen First. Well, hey, Stephen, we're back here for another episode of Kidney Talk. And you know what? And a good episode it's going to be because we have a wonderful guest and a subject that I know very little about. And there's not much that I don't know about. That you don't know much about. Right. And that is lupus. Lupus. I've heard about lupus, but I, you know, people say, oh, I have lupus. And a lot of kidney patients have lupus because that's the cause of their kidney disease. But I have no idea what lupus is. And we're going to talk to Wendy. What is Wendy's last Wendy name? Wendy Rogers. So welcome to the show, Wendy. And Thank I understand you. before we start, you are related distantly, I know, to Mr. <laughs> Rogers, right? No. Oh, so you're not welcoming me to the neighborhood? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. So, you know, I really want to know what in the world is lupus? I hear it, but I just don't know what it is. Lupus is an autoimmune disease, and there's actually three different kinds. There's only one that's curable, and that's the one that is drug-induced. The second drug-induced lupus. So yes. they purposely give you lupus? No. No. What medications cause um, drug-induced I've heard, lupus? Um, medications that can be taken for dermatological problems. Like can tetracycline you and stuff like that? I'm not She's exactly not a certain. doctor. Yes, You're going to have to go get a consult. Uh, as long Usually as it's not you have Rolaids. some type of allergic reaction to it's a medication. It's not Rolaids or anything like that. <laughs> no. Okay, because I take a lot of those. That medication that's sitting on the table right here that you just took. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So, so, and, and what's the second type? The second type is discoid lupus, which affects only your skin and it can cause scarring and rashes, severe cases with eczema and stuff like that. Well, eczema is a different condition, but it can cause scarring. You have um, photosensitivity to the sun and it causes damage. Yes. Uh, I don't like digital photos. I didn't didn't know. I'm well, very for sensitive lupus to patients, I'm a uh, film guy. Oh, wow. For <laughs> lupus patients, the sun can be an enemy because it's a big trigger for activating your lupus condition. Yeah. And number yes. three? The number three can be the most severe form, which is systemic lupus. And that can affect any organ system. So that's where the kidneys can become involved. So and you I'll, went through you door number, number three. three. Yes, door number three You're was me. You're lucky you chose the, the worst one. <laughs> yes, I was lucky to have They didn't door give you another three. chance either to say, do you want to give up this door to open up another exactly. door? Exactly, <laughs> no second chances. So you are a healthy, when were you diagnosed? I was diagnosed shortly after the new year in 2000. In 2000, so I won't ask you your age. So 1990. I will. What's your age? I'm 35. So uh, 2000. Oh, 2000. So you were in your mid-20s. I was 27. 27 years old. So at 26, what happened? Wait, hey, something's wrong. I don't know. You know, I stubbed my toe a lot. What is it? Actually, the very first symptom I remembered was joint pain. Waking up in the morning, I would be very cold and achy and stiff. And you were sleeping in your bed, not outside, right? (laughs) Yes. Oh, okay. (laughs) My bed. 
I would wake up and I noticed I just had trouble kind of getting started during the day and my bones would just be very achy. I had moved to California not too long before that. So I thought initially I was just trying to get acclimated to the different weather. Where were you from? Texas. San Diego. Oh, <laughs> oh okay. <laughs> Texas. Well, it's warm there. Too. Yeah. Yeah, it could be cold too, but I don't know. I guess I was just trying to adjust. And that was the very first symptom I, I noticed was so joint I'm pain. And maybe it's, uh, I'm just, I'm coming out with the flu. flu. Maybe. Yeah. Just, I'm working too hard. Yeah. Too I was busy. Out. I had my family visiting um, me in California. So I had been doing a lot around what the were, holidays. What was your working? What, what were you doing? I was a teacher. I taught sixth grade math and science. Oh, That'll that wear you out yeah. right there. I hate that age. I really do. The, oh, the I pre-teen. love them. They're so sweet. Oh, they're, they're horrible. Dramatic people. and emotional, but oh, very it's emotional. really fun. Yeah. And 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 so would you go to the doctor? I did because what happened was I had one morning where I had an episode of paralysis. I could not move. I couldn't even lift my head off of the pillow and it scared me so bad I knew something was wrong. And were you living alone? No, I was married. I have a daughter and I was just living my normal life. And you said to your husband, I can't get up out of bed. I can't get up. I could not move. You said, I've got to stay in bed, right? (laughs) Did he think you were trying to be romantic? No. Okay. So that episode sent me to the doctor and I got to the doctor and explained why I was there and I discovered I had a problem with my blood pressure. I was walking around with blood pressure 225 over 125 with no headache, no major warning sign. I didn't know it. And they probably took it two and three times to make sure the machine was working. Yes. He said, Wendy, you have a problem with your blood pressure. So that became the major issue. And he began trying to treat the blood pressure. And it was unsuccessful. I tried different about five different blood pressure medications and nothing would work. So it really um, set up a red flag and I began to research my symptoms. He didn't have an idea? He didn't have an idea. Uh He just figured I had a problem with my blood pressure. And that was actually the first time I had seen this particular primary care physician. So he didn't really, I didn't really have any prior medical history with him mm-hmm. or any problem with my health that did you check his license on the wall <laughs> make sure he did graduate no and it wasn't from like the philippines or so anything you like did that. you go home and start researching your symptoms online i did what i did i actually had a woman's health book i started there and it actually had an article about lupus and it talked about joint pain It was a very vague article, but that triggered my memory. And I remembered that was the very first symptom I could remember that was wrong with my health. I mean, I I had been pretty much perfectly healthy. And I just remembered initially the first problem that I had. So I went back to him and I asked him if I could possibly be tested for lupus. And he said what? He said, he said, sure, because he was actually frustrated himself because none of the medication for the blood pressure treatment was working. What was his reaction? He said, oh, I never thought of that. Or, you know, why do you think you have lupus? He did kind of have an aha moment like, oh, okay." he was pretty receptive. He said, "Okay, that's a good idea. I'm going to send you to a rheumatologist. Mm -hmm. And that's what he did. So you went to the rheumatologist and they diagnosed you with lupus? 
Yes, eventually. Well, the rheumatologist wasn't initially receptive to me. He felt like I was coming. um, He felt like I had been watching a lot of TV ads with medications. And you were a hypochondriac. Maybe yes. Or and he was a little testy with me initially. What's his name? (laughs) We'll take care of Lori, and I will take care of him. And so it wasn't a pretty receptive moment initially. And, you know, I was frustrated and scared and concerned. You know, I felt kind of bad initially that and I told him, you know, I know you're the medical professional. I'm here for help. So he told me that he would test me for a panel of things and he would include lupus. Okay, and then he comes, you come back. Uh, two days later, three days later, he a calls few you. days later, I got a call at home and he said that I did have lupus. Uh-huh. Wow. Did and you bill yourself or did you <laughs> bill? Did you get the payment? Can you say, can you send me the payment of the. What was your initial no, reaction? My initial reaction, I didn't really know what to exp- I felt relieved because at least I knew what right, it was. Right. I felt, okay, now I know what I can start trying to face. I know what I'm up against. And I really didn't know what I was up against, but at least now I had a name for it. So right. you really have to be your own advocate you and do. You research do. your own you symptoms. Did the next thing you also was- within that call, he told me that my kidneys were leaking protein. And I asked him if this was a big concern. And he told me that it was really an unsubstantial amount and it was really not a big concern. So he misdiagnosed your kidney disease. However, he said that he was going to refer me to a nephrologist. And I ended up waiting three months before I saw the nephrologist. And by the time I got to the nephrologist, it was, I was really, really sick. Now, why, why the delay for three months? I didn't know why the delay was. I was told later that short staffing and um, my my nephrologist now, who I've been working with for the past eight years, actually told me that initially I wasn't considered a high risk or in an urgent state. So I wasn't brought into a nephrologist. I wasn't referred to a nephrologist right away. And when he took that panel of blood that diagnosed you with lupus, did he do a kidney panel at the same time? I don't know. I don't. So he didn't say your creatinine is one eight or one nine. No, I wasn't told what, I don't remember being told what my creatinine was. I was just told I had protein in my urine. My kidneys were leaking protein. So can you explain what is lupus? Um, I know it's an autoimmune disease, but what is the, what is the, how does it work? Okay. How does it impact your body? It's an autoimmune disease, disease that actually works by causing inflammation. It'll cause inflammation on any organ system. And it's really That's quite right, joint pain. Right? Yes, joint pain. It'll cause swelling. You'll have swollen, achy joints. It can cause swelling on your kidneys, your lung, and it'll cause inflammation at whatever place it chooses and causes that organ to either not be able to function properly or damage it permanently. And so it basically attacked your kidneys. Yes. My initial case, yes. My central nervous system was also affected. So my, in my case, I had inflammation on my kidneys and I had inflammation on my brain stem. I ended up having four grand mild seizures as a result of that. So what's the treatment? What For a severe case, chemo, a form of chemotherapy is one of the treatments. I had to undergo chemotherapy. Is this hard on your body? Is 
cancer chemotherapy? Yes, it is. Oh, I lost all of my hair. Really? Yes, I did. Um, I did a treatment called cytoxin. That was the the I, treatment. I just did a, uh, I produced a movie mm-hmm. and uh, the two teens kiss each other for the first time. They're mm-hmm. both cancer patients. Oh. And she says, I can taste your cytoxin. Oh, <laughs> how cute. Yeah. Yes, I had that. Does it taste? What does it taste like? I don't remember how it tastes. It was intravenously given to me. And actually, it wasn't very effective on my lupus. So I actually had to do another form of chemotherapy called vincristine. And that one, I responded better to that one. Did that help? Once they diagnosed the lupus, did that help your blood pressure? Um, or was it just a bunch of chaos going on? It in was your a body? bunch of chaos. Actually, I, I was on like 24 different medications. So it was really kind of a... A series of trial and error, mixing and matching. Your pillbox must have looked like a suitcase. Yes, it did. Wow. So you got diagnosed with lupus. Now your kidneys are damaging. When did you actually start dialysis? I was diagnosed with lupus in February of 2000, and I did my first dialysis treatment in September of the same year. Really? So it was a it very was pretty quick. Yeah. Yes, it was very aggressive. My lupus was extremely aggressive. And is it under control now, your lupus? Yes, it is. It actually is. And so you got your kidneys under control as best as yes. you can with dialysis. Yes. And you got your lupus. And what is your meds for lupus? For lupus, I just mainly take a form of the generic form of Plaquenil, and that's mainly for joint pain. That's fatigue and joint pain are the biggest things that I have as far as my challenge with lupus right now. So no yeah. more, no more chemotherapy. No more chemotherapy. And the dozen Snicker bars in your purse. What is that for? <laughs> is that have Happy anything thoughts. to do? With... I don't have any oh, is... Snicker bars. Oh, okay. I thought that had something I to like do with jelly, beans, oh, jelly beans, though. <laughs> So how long have you been on dialysis now? Eight years. Eight years. And you're on the transplant list. Yes. Right? Now, why can't you get a living related kidney? I can get a living related kidney. Yes, okay, I can. Maybe I should start over. Okay. So you're on the transplant list. Are you? Um, that's a good, are, that's yeah, a good that's a second question, start. Isn't it? Are you? Uh, so are you on the transplant list? Yes, I am. And uh, what's the status of that? Well, I'm pretty high up on the list. I've been called actually twice for a possible organ. Unfortunately, I wasn't a match and I've been a backup person. So there are a couple of people ahead of me. So so just didn't like the person. (laughs) You didn't like him, huh? You said, let me see their picture first. Person has acne. I don't want acne. (laughs) No. And so you've been waiting eight years. Yes. Now, what do you mind me asking? What kind of blood type you are? I'm O positive. That's a personal question. I, I'm O negative. I see. I like what is to your know banking account number. I don't mean to be <laughs> intrusive. But. I like to know everybody's uh, blood type. It's like a joke yes. around the offices. I have the same blood type as you. Does you know? Yeah. I have the same blood type as you. Does that give me job security? And I'm like, let me see the donor card first. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, I'm uh, my husband's O positive. I'm O negative. So oh. I think he, we can donate, though. Yeah. It's you know, getting easier. Even when I met her, she was I've negative. actually had O-negative blood as well because I've had quite a few blood transfusions during my hospital stay, and I was 
able to receive O negative as o well, negative. as long as it's O. Right. O negative and, is a universal blood donor. Right, and and the more you do transfusions, it's harder. Yes, to it can transplant. be. Yes, because you can build up antigens. Right. And, Right. And you know that Fortunately, I have I haven't had that problem. I've been very fortunate not to have that problem. Yes. Yeah, so I what mean, do you do to stay so positive? Every time I see you, you're just always up and you're active in bars. all <laughs> you're active in all of our programs and always willing to help and what keeps you having such a positive attitude? Actually, being involved is one of the one of my secrets to staying sane, I really love to help people. And I just feel so fortunate to even have survived through the ordeal of my um, severe lupus flare and my kidney failure. And I just feel like I'm here for a reason. And I have a, a gift that I could share with others. And hope is one of them. And that's that's really one of the fuels to my fire. Now, do you have a lot of family support? Yes, I do. My mom was an integral, integral um, support system for me. She actually relocated from Texas during my hospital stay and stayed with me for four years as I recovered. And I, I she remember back in Texas. Yeah, she's back in she Texas. She actually now. went back to Texas. She went back to Texas after living in California. <laughs> Yes. And I know your daughter was a big support. Yes, my daughter was a huge support. Yes, she had to learn quite a bit as a little girl. I had an Excel sheet with 24 medications that she learned. She learned how to fix renal friendly meals and and learned how to lift me and do things that little kids wouldn't normally do. She was 11 at the time. And and I'm assuming by your conversation, you're no longer married. I'm no longer married. My husband chose not to be with a person that he thought was going to be an invalid, unfortunately. Right. And, you know, well, that's that's, she that's happens. pretty good right now. I mean, yeah, but that happens a lot. Yeah. It you know, does. That a lot. It does. You know, it's it's even though you take those vows. You yeah. Know, better or for worse. It's more than they bargained for. Exactly. You know? it's hard. So how did you deal with that? I mean, that must have been hard. Well, medical situation it too. was it was quite traumatizing because you feel you do feel rejected and you know it's something you I couldn't have controlled I couldn't control my health but in the long run I felt like it was the best decision for me because I wanted to live and I I couldn't you know spend my energy fighting for someone who did not want to be with me I had to you know do what was best for me and I feel like I made the best decision when was, have you seen him since the divorce yes i have oh because you had the, the daughter right How old well daughter? it's not our child together oh i see yeah and and um and and what's it like now seeing him it's like you're totally over you know over him and yeah i don't really feel anything and uh, he was actually shocked he didn't even recognize me no. he says Did you, because i have to say wendy when i show your picture and they're like wow you're absolutely beautiful Oh, I mean, that's so you nice. are. You're gorgeous. And so, are you dating anyone? We want to know this. No, I'm not dating anyone. So what are you? So what are you looking for? We're gonna find you somebody right now. Oh my Kenny goodness! Talk. Well, <laughs> I'm looking for someone who's sincere and honest and intelligent. Oh, that and fun. <laughs> yeah, you're out. Maybe fun, but not fun, but not intelligent. Believe me. <laughs> So you can send uh, your picture and your qualities to me at Kidney Talk. Do, do, oh do, my goodness! Do, isn't there now? Isn't there a 
a, a website or something where they match up kidney patients? Well, there used to be, but it, it went out of business. Cause oh, they, it was eHarmony or eKidney? It was renal uh, romance. Renal romance. <laughs> That's why it went out of business. <laughs> The, the, the name was so. Now, do you have any animals or anything like that? Yes, I do. I have a Besides wonderful pet. <laughs> You're hilarious. I have a sweet kitty named oh. Simba. Well, we don't we don't count cats as animals. Oh, I'm not a cat person. Me? Not a cat person. Excuse me. No, well, you know. cats count. Oh, cats no. count. That's oh our new God. campaign. <laughs> They're just furry things that ignore you. He doesn't ignore me. Oh, gosh. now he ignores other people because he's really a recluse. He That's just what I'm likes about me. Cats. I don't understand who invented cats because they're of no purpose. Yes, they are. They catch all the bugs in the house. Well, he doesn't do bugs. <laughs> he's a temper. He wouldn't even catch a mouse. He didn't even know what a mouse was. He's so domesticated. He know I think. he's a cat. He doesn't know. How old your daughter? She is 19 now. Is she going to college or? Yes. Well, she's doing, a, actually, she wants to be a nurse now. Oh, she wants to be a nurse? So, yes. Oh, that's nice. That's, that's really very sweet. Good. So what's some advice that you'd like to tell people who are living with lupus and kidney disease? I mean, it's kind of a double whammy because you yeah. have and, that combination. Yes. Yeah. I mean, lupus is one of the causes of kidney failure. Yes. And the kidneys are a common organ that lupus attacks. Um my first piece of advice is to definitely learn about your illness. Education is so key. Like, for example, when I was diagnosed with lupus, I was not told that I should not be in excessive amounts of sun. And that could have been one little thing I could have done for myself to possibly prevent my flare from being so severe. I, I just didn't know. I didn't know till it so was too late. So you were out in the sun? I was out in really the sun. Sick. I had gone to Palm Springs for a whole weekend with two of my friends that came just trying to cheer me up after my diagnosis. And I ended up being in 114 degree weather for two hours. And you that know, was... They, they don't tell transplant people that... Or some people don't tell transplant that you oh, can't... Really? You've got to wear a sunscreen. Yeah. You're susceptible you to cancer. You have to wear... Wow. From a transplant. Yeah. And you want to make sure you're not dehydrated when you're a transplant patient. Right. So, you know, you can, other people can handle it out in the sun and, oh, I don't need to drink anything, but you really need to stay hydrated. Yeah. When you have a transplant, you need to stay dehydrated when you're on dialysis. It's all so confusing. Yeah. You know, I got a personal question, like, that's going to stop me anyway. But um, <laughs> when you do date, let's say, or you uh -huh. meet somebody, do you tell them right away that you have lupus or kidney disease or dialysis? Well, honestly, it kind of depends when you meet the person. I mean, you just kind of I just kind of read the person. And some people I just tell right up the up front. Oh, I have lupus. Or if they ask, you know, what is the scar on your arm? Or what is the scar on your arm? My oh, graph. It's your, oh, that's a graph. I've never mm -hmm. seen a graph. I've seen fistulas. But yeah, this is like a, a graph. Fistula. I have a graph in yeah. my upper right arm. Yeah. You don't ever try to hide that, right? No, I really don't. I'm actually yeah. kind of proud of it. Well, really? Yeah, kind of. It's a nice conversation piece, I believe. So have you because had any can... unusual reactions? No, I actually, and you know, it's really funny. You just funny say I because... got into a knife fight in the hood, <laughs> right? I have only had really a couple of adults to truly ask me. I was at the gym and I had a man ask, he thought I was in, um, in an accident and oh. I was able he to was share that. He was hitting on you. <laughs> I bet you so he, he was said, hitting on you, huh? 
He thought I was in a car accident or something. And he says, what kind of car accident were you in? He said, oh, that's a pretty nasty scar. How did it happen? See, that's oh, a that's pickup line. That's, that's a pickup line. I don't know if that's a pickup line. I don't know. <laughs> but but is that, that's that's a weird, that's something I would do. It's so inappropriate. And then I've had stu- a student. Well, students, um, they're idiots. He thought, uh, I had a student that thought it was a shark bite. A shark fight? A shark bite. Oh, a shark bite. You From a shark attack. It was. Just say it was. You know the movie Jaws? I was I was an extra. <laughs> he thought it was from a shark attack. You should say, yeah, they sewed my arm right back on. <laughs> I, I <laughs> What other excuses can she give for her access? Yeah. I don't know. I've seen people with access. That does look like a scarf, but I, I've mm-hmm. seen somebody with the fistula that they've yes. had for years. I mean, yes. that looks like... Alien, yeah, you know, and yeah. it's it's bulbous and yeah, stuff like that, but but uh, it is their lifeline. Yeah, it's the it's lifeline. Their lifeline. No, it's a. If you have a fistula, you're so lucky if you've had it for so many years. Yes. I mean, that's a real blessing. Um, Are you on any oh. websites to to meet people? <laughs> no, no, no. Okay. E-Harmony now, do you recommend or? any? Well, eHarmony and. Uh, so yeah, well, and on. A- well, thank you so much for coming in because you really educated me about lupus. Okay, that's thank you. That's a disease you. I will, you know, learn more about and everything. Yeah, well, it's one of the more popular diseases. Well, and people one, love that disease. And one little fact that I know that unfortunately happens more in women than men. Yes, it does. Ninety percent oh, are really? women. Ten percent are men. Really? Yes. Yes. You know, you know what and happens? a large population of the women are African-American or Latino women. Lupus strikes African-American and, and... A little Latino. more common than... And, huh? Well, you know, there's a, there's a thing that strikes men a lot more than women, and that's testicular cancer. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's one of your favorite songs? I don't know. You Probably you something by Stevie Wonder. We can control our own destiny. We can take charge of our health and ask questions about our medical options. We can form partnerships with our health care team. We can take steps towards self-improvement. We can be sensitive to the impact of our disease on our family. We can sing, dance, laugh, and enjoy our lives. We can appreciate today and look forward to tomorrow. We can help and support our fellow patients. We can pursue our hopes and dreams. We can make a difference. Opinions, recommendations, statements, and advice contained on Kidney Talk are for information only. You should not use the information on the show to diagnose or treat a health problem or disease without first consulting with a qualified health care provider. Please consult with your health care provider about any questions or concerns you may have regarding your condition or dietary regimen.